Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 24. I'm Sherry Harmel. I am a certified career and life coach, as well as the founder of Be The Real You. And today we're going to talk about corporate women and mindset issues. And very often, those two don't go together. In fact, when asked, most successful corporate women tell me they don't have a mindset issues. They make statements like, I'm confident, I'm assertive, I'm direct, I'm a no-nonsense woman. How could I possibly have a mindset issue? And yet, I've heard these same women say, I have a seat at the table, but I don't speak up, or when I do, no one listens. Or it was luck that I'm here. I made the right connections, yes, but I'm not sure I can go any higher. Another one, I dream of ditching corporate to start my own business, but I'm afraid it's too risky, too uncertain, and something just keeps holding me back. Here's one more. I'd like to work two days from home, post-COVID. But if I want to get to the C-suite, I don't know that I can make that request. Well, ladies, every single one of those statements exposes a mindset issue. But what are mindset issues? Well, these are the untrue beliefs that disempower you. Most often, these beliefs are unconscious. You don't even know, you're not even conscious that they're happening, and yet they're operating. And unless you work with them to expose their falseness, they will guide you to make disempowering decisions and disempowering actions. So doing nothing is a disempowering action. Staying quiet when somebody else takes credit for your work is disempowering. Not asking for what you want is disempowering. So if any of these sound like you, at the root of these disempowering actions are untrue beliefs that you have about yourself, which, ladies, these are mindset issues. Here are a few other examples of the mindset red flags that many successful women have. You're likely to judge yourself much more harshly than do your male counterparts. Research has shown that women typically don't apply for positions unless they have 100% of the requested skills in the job application, while men will apply if they have just 50%. So let me ask you, what does that mean if we apply that same percentage to asking for promotions. Now, logically, you know not going for a position doesn't make sense. And yet, let me ask, has this been you? As a successful woman, there's also a pretty good chance that you have felt the well-known imposter syndrome, which women experience much more often than men. Back when I was a career advisor at MIT, in Boston, I regularly worked with female students who were absolutely off the chart brilliant. And yet they came to me because they questioned whether they really had the skills to successfully do the work they wanted to do. Sounds totally crazy, doesn't it? But can you relate? Now, I mentioned asking for promotions, but I'm wondering if part of the salary gap is partially because women don't ask for the money. 
women tend to make the assumption that if you work really hard and take on projects and assist others, that leadership will notice your contributions and eventually suggest a promotion with a subsequent salary increase. Yet that assumption just doesn't seem to happen. How often have you felt a pit in your stomach because you shared your great ideas or you worked exceptionally hard on a project and yet someone else took credit for the idea and success and didn't even recognize or mention your contribution. Now, let's talk about your zone of genius, which is a phrase coined by Gay Hendricks. And Gay describes your zone of genius as when that place when you're working what we often call your sweet spot, that place where you're using all of your unique combinations of strengths and uh, talents and gifts. I love working in that place, and I bet you do too. But in your current position, how often do you get to work in your zone of genius? Can you imagine that if you jumped off the corporate ladder, what it would be like to create a business where you'd be working in your zone of genius most of the time? And yet, is there something that keeps stopping you? You intensely feel the desire to create something of your own, and yet you can't seem to take the leap? Why? Well, ladies, it is because of that big fat fear of failure. At the core of your fears is a mindset issue, or in other words, you know, that untrue belief that you have about yourself. And as I said, often it's even unconscious. You may not even be aware of what it is. So instead of diving into, you know, really what's going on inside of you, you'll retreat from that something you know in your gut you absolutely want. So let's look at it in this context. If you leave corporate and fail, it would be judged logically in your head as an epic failure. And that's just too darn risky. So what happens is you retreat. And instead, you convince yourself to stay where it's safe and continue to really play small. In fact, you play so small that any failure that you experience is minor and it hardly matters in the big picture. That's what safety is all about. But what is the result of not shining the light on the untrue beliefs that you're desperately holding on to? which are essentially creating all of the fear that you feel. Well, you spend a lifetime playing small. And I ask you, if you fast forward 10, 20, or even 30 years, how are you going to feel about playing small? Another fear that I often hear from my clients is the money issue. But I have learned that if you peel back everything you think and believe about money, what I often hear is a faulty belief that you will never make as much money as you're currently making. That's often what stops women. What that thought ignores is that you might make just as much, or actually, You might make even more. You might have a ceiling that is, you know, substantially higher if you went off and started your own business. Now, 
I'm not suggesting you jump off the corporate ladder without a plan. Keep that corporate job until you've done all the prep work to launch your business. You've got to know exactly what the business is going to be about before you make a change. And my guess is right now, you might just have a long list of ideas. We'd have to explore the ideas to find the right plan which involves us together doing the work to find that amazing intersection of your skills and talents, your passion, and the market need. That process alone has a whole lot of energy around it, and energy attracts more energy. What I do hope you can get from this conversation is that doing nothing other than thinking or imagining that you owned your own business is actually contributing in significant ways to your fears. So what's so fabulous about peeling back what's really stopping you from moving forward is that once you know what's going on and you start to talk about it, shine the light on it, remain aware of it, you can move beyond any fear. It's when it remains unconscious and in the dark or in the shadows as they call it, that it gets to live and breathe. Once you shine the light on it, it's exposed. Now, in a recent conversation I had with a very successful female entrepreneur, I interviewed her actually for my upcoming digital magazine, which I'll be launching on April 1st. This very successful serial entrepreneur says she has to work on her mindset all the time. Now, Lonnie is talented, assertive, she's well-spoken, she's super smart. And she launched her first entrepreneurial company while she was still at university. So it came as a bit of a shock to me when she shared her mindset issues. That conversation with Lonnie, though, made me realize that I needed to talk about mindset issues with you, the corporate woman, because frankly, we rarely talk about it. You get advice to lean in, step in, speak up, shrug off the stereotypes, ask for what you want. But what you don't get is the conversation about emotions, thoughts, and beliefs that are maybe causing you to even need that advice to lean in, step in, speak up, etc. Now, boys aren't taught to lean in and speak up. It's part of their culture. But for girls and women, it's an entirely different message, even for the very smart and very assertive young woman. So we have to start to talk about mindset. And how do you work on those mindset issues? Well, first, and I alluded to that, you have to expose them. You have to bring them out of the darkness and into the light to really see and understand what's at the root of your fears. You have to figure out what's keeping you stuck. And then you have to create energy around that knowledge that you know what's scaring you in order to figure out if jumping off that corporate ladder is viable and if so, when. Now, action again creates the needed energy to move aside what might be in your way and helps you to see clearly into the future. Part of how you do that is really embracing your accomplishments. 
You didn't get to where you are by luck. There is no fairy godmother. You are where you are because of hard work, and through your hard work, possibilities appeared. But you need reminders of your accomplishments all the time, and this is something you can do for yourself. Because it's super easy to discount your past accomplishments, but they are exactly what you need to embrace so that you can address your current fears. And actually, the fears are often like worst case scenarios, but that's a whole nother topic. So write out that timeline of all your challenges and accomplishments. Add in things that you like about yourself or the things that you are most proud having completed. And next, I want you to talk to a few of your really good friends or family members. You have to trust these people. Ask them to tell you what they most love about you. What kinds of words would they use to describe you? And I'd be surprised if those two lists aren't actually related or there isn't some kind of intersection between the two. And what you need to do is keep those lists close by. And when those fears come up, open up that document on your phone and remind yourself of everything you've accomplished and also how people describe you. Because this is real. The fears are not. This is real. Like I said, what isn't real are those big fear conclusions that you've made all around whether or not you should jump or not jump off the corporate ladder. Now, I promise you that if you go through these steps, you'll have a better idea of how your mindset is what's getting in the way of you creating what you want and and then begin to shift your thinking so that you can get moving on these dreams. So remember, what you think about is what you are basically programming your brain to bring you more of. So embrace the positive and the possible. And when you are ready to get to work, let's talk. It is my mission to help corporate women decide if ditching the corporate ladder is right for them. And together, we'll get started doing that so that you can live and work in your zone of genius. Now, in the next few months, I'll be announcing a couple of new and really exciting products. One is expected to be a course that I'm tentatively titled Design That Business You've Always Wanted. And this is a mastermind course that would be perfect for any of you who are kind of in that space of thinking, I am ready to ditch corporate and start a business. Now, more information is going to be coming, but if you're interested, let me know. You know, send me a message, send me an email. As always, I want to thank you for listening and for being on this journey with me. And if you liked this podcast, please subscribe and write me a review because, ladies, reviews do matter. Well, all for now. Take care. Abiento. Bonjour, ladies, and welcome to Life Reimagined. I'm Sherry Harmel, Certified Life and Career Coach and hostess of this podcast, where we will focus on how you can create your own life reimagined. 
Each week, I'll be sharing ideas, stories, and helpful tips that get you moving so that you can live rather than just dream about that life you desire. I did it, and so can you. Well, let's jump into today's episode. If you enjoyed this episode and want to spend more time with creating your own life reimagined, you can start by taking my free mindset quiz. It's on my website, so just go to sherryharmel.com. And what you'll get at the end of that quiz is what is the number one mindset obstacle that you have that's keeping you from living your dream? Mindset is the key to living a life you love. Have a wonderful day, and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye for now.